Welcome. You're listening to Now That You Ask, curious answers to life's persistent questions as seen through the eyes of Akasha Halsey. That would be me. I'll be your host and guide as we settle in for a few minutes of the unexpected that may bring about your own questions and maybe even some answers too. Thanks so much for joining me. Now let's get started with the show. To hold nothing back in every breath is a spiritual process. Mark Nepo. Popsicles. A popsicle is one of the delights of a hot summer day. These days, you can get everything from organic, all-natural fruit on a stick to a color not found in nature, kind of a throwback popsicle. I remember the sweet sigh of the first lick of a popsicle when I was a child. My favorite flavor was banana, but the most prevalent was grape. Quite an unnatural color and flavor. Occasionally, with luck, I might find an orange popsicle, but whatever flavor it was, it characterized a lucky summer's day for me. The pleasure of running my tongue down the length of that icy column started at the front of my mouth and ended with the liquid sweetness in the back of my throat. This was an endless cycle of lick, savor, melt, drip, and a sigh of satisfaction. But eat it too fast, and immediately I was struck by a cold headache. It started in my teeth, with sharp pains traveling quickly up into my brain, and was a sign that I was not giving the moment its due. That pain insisted I slow down, let the juices mingle in my mouth, and give that popsicle its full appreciation. Pain has a way of signaling this even now, although most times these days there is no banana popsicle to go with it. It wasn't often we were allowed such decadence as a popsicle in my house, given that my mother considered them not worthy of a family of our stature. Other people ate popsicles, one of the many things those people got to do that was way more fun than my heavily structured lifestyle. If it was a weekend and my daddy was around, we could always count on him to get one for us because he loved giving us food we weren't supposed to have. I think it gave him a kind of naughty pleasure. We all felt a bit naughty, too. One time, he took me to get a banana split, and we both ate the entire thing. I was sick and my mother wasn't happy, but I think he enjoyed it, even though we never did it again. He took us girls for corn dogs and milkshakes on some Sunday nights because that was the one supper my mother never served and we all had a great time savoring these, well, I'll call them delicacies. I sometimes long for those childhood moments when nothing was held back, when I held a popsicle in a look of love and gratitude before that first lick when a popsicle could elicit a moan of pleasure that was a harbinger of things to come. Every icy breath accompanying a popsicle's consumption was close to a spiritual process now that I think about it. It was a rare treat, a time to stop and really taste what I was giving to myself and to take time to appreciate the gift I was being given. There are some moments that stay with me for a lifetime, and a banana popsicle... A find in itself on a hot summer's day is one of them. It will serve me well to hearken back to that time and look for the adult version in each day of my life. I think a banana popsicle just might be the perfect last meal. 
Podsicles were not the only guilty pleasure of my youth. Right after I got braces, those metal kind that wrapped around every tooth, I discovered sugar daddy candy. Semi-hardened caramel on a stick, it was guaranteed to send you right back to the orthodontist 60 miles away for an adjustment on those metal wires. One episode that particularly stands out is the time I went to a friend's house the afternoon after my orthodontist visit and tried to eat a sugar daddy, which her mom always had at their house. That confection is a long-lasting treat by virtue of its composition. A three-inch rectangle of sugar, it provided hours of licking up one side and down the other until it was diminished, and you could put all of what was left in your mouth. By then, it was warmed up and pliable, so with one giant suck, I pulled the entire wire surrounding the inside of my lower braces up into the top of my mouth. My friend and I tried and tried to push it back down, but no such luck. I was forced to call my mother and confess, and back we went to the dentist the next morning. I have a sneaking suspicion my mother secretly wanted me to live with that wire sticking up in my mouth until my next appointment in a month, but she never really said that. As I got older, I gave up these pastimes and discovered ice cream. I don't mean I liked and enjoyed it. I mean, it became one of life's obsessions and is still an active participant in my daily food group. You might remember my daddy loved only vanilla ice cream, and it was always in our freezer, but was mostly safe for him. Once I tasted that vanilla creaminess, however, that taste never left my mouth's memory. Vanilla it was at first try, and vanilla it is today. I have tried chocolates. Valrona Gelato by local ice cream purveyor Fiorello's is my current fave, but I always go back to vanilla. While Daddy loved his vanilla plain, except in summer when it was covered by macerated strawberries, I love a good crunch that can keep up with the hardness of my ice cream. Taking ice cream out to soften is an unnecessary delay in pleasure, and who wants that? Sinking my teeth into very cold vanilla, accompanied by chocolate-covered almond pieces, as in Haagen-Dazs vanilla Swiss almond, is just the right combination to thrill your mouth with cold, sweet, crunch, and finally, creamy goodness salaming down your throat. Rarely do I enjoy fruit in ice cream. But an exception was Ben and Jerry's Cherry Garcia before they sold out to a big conglomerate and it became, well, mundane. I have my favorites, many that stay with me for years, like Byright Salted Caramel. There's a line outside their shop in San Francisco any time of the year, and that's for a reason. I feel it's part of my life's purpose to try as many different ice cream brands as I can in order to assure I'm consuming the very best. At this stage in the game, I consider myself worthy of only the best and do my part to make sure I find it. I want to know that every morsel that enters my mouth provides me with a top-of-the-line sensory experience, one whose memory will tide me over until my next indulgence, one of which I'm planning at this very moment. Thank you for listening to Now That You Ask. I hope you found this episode insightful and perhaps entertaining too. Don't forget to subscribe and if you enjoy the show, please take a moment to rate and review it on iTunes. If you didn't like the show, well, 
I guess you just lost a few minutes of your life. But you might want to try another one. They're all really different. You can also listen to past episodes and subscribe to email updates on now that you ask podcast.com. Bye bye for now. <laughs>